This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. KNC Masterpiece back here on 105 Through the Fan. Got to talk with Jared Sandler in just a minute. But before we get to that, unfortunately... We have two negative stories of the day that we haven't touched on just yet. Do you want to go basketball or golf? Right now, I like golf more than basketball. Okay. Just because my Mavs look like they are pooping in their pants down the stretch. They but it's kind of injuries do related. do look like that, don't they? Sorry, they've won three games in their last ten. That's not bad. That's they haven't a- lost all ten. <laughs> I feel like that is sarcastic. Uh, they only played all of them at home, pretty much. So, in the golf world, and take this for what it is, it could be... Nothing. I'm just telling you the story as it exists. Tiger Woods is being sued by his ex-girlfriend, Erica Herman, over a non-disclosure agreement. So she's seeking $30 million in damages and dissolution of her NDA. And one of the things that's interesting about this that people have like really picked up on is supposedly they broke up and like Tiger Woods locked her out of the house and everything like that. So she accuses Woods Homestead Trust of pretty much misappropriating $40,000 of her own money. So like basically taking her money and putting it somewhere that that is not where she thought it was going to go. And her lawyer in the complaint says they contend that the NDA, which she signed more than five years ago, is now you cannot enforce it because of the Federal Speak Out Act. And that came about in light of the Me Too movement. That act prevents NDAs from being enforced based off of sexual assault and harassment. So essentially what her, what her lawyer claims is that she should be able to get out of this NDA because the accusation then would stand that she believes sexual assault or harassment took place. Now, okay. that's a he said, she said kind of situation, but that's probably something interesting to keep an eye out on how this all plays out. Okay. All right. You want something happier now? Yeah. Let's go to Jared Sandler to talk a little baseball. Jared, before we get to baseball, I have a college football question for you. All right. So we had the segment earlier where we talked about the the dream matchup for every championship game if TV executives got to choose. And one of the ones Carter said was Texas-Notre Dame Since the BCS era in 1998, only two title games have had more than 30 million viewers. Both have had Texas. If the TV executive got to draw up the college football championship game, who would they put in it? Oh, well, probably Texas, right? Yeah. Uh, I mean, as mediocre as their program has been for pretty much all of its existence, I mean, Sam. other than two stretches, once with James Street and then the Vince Young era, I mean, what have they really done? Uh, and I, I root for Texas. Uh, I but can tell. It probably te- is it 
Is it Texas, Ohio State? I mean, I don't think you – as much as I'd love to say USC, the apathetic Southern California fan probably uh, isn't going to drive that up unless it's a recreation of, like, Vince Young, Matt Liner, you know, all that star power. So is it oh, – Ohio Texas, State. Ohio State. Ohio State, yeah. Alabama, USC all came up. I think Notre Dame is a viable option as well, even if their program yeah. has struggled, just because they're such a national brand. People love to watch them lose, too, much like Duke. Like – as much as I love Duke, I understand that a lot of people watch hoping they'll lose. So I think Notre Dame yeah. makes sense too. It's uh, it's unequivocally not A and M. Fair. And it's it's probably. I mean, I'm, there's nothing in the West. I'm trying to think. Like Penn State, no. I mean, I know that I take Ohio State over following. Penn State. Yeah. Yeah, I would too. Yeah, no, the, the Notre Dame one's interesting for sure. Uh, that's definitely. You're right. That's a that's a brand. That's a a, a blue chip brand with a, a big time following that doesn't really it's not really local to a region right i mean that's coast to coast did you get a chance to hear the martin perez national anthem before the venezuelan exhibi- exhibition game against the astros no did he sing it did yes. i miss this yes he did oh, man oh gosh was it good oh uh, i i mean i think so like I have not, yeah, I have to, we don't really get know all the words, words right, right, Kevin. So. I was gonna say yeah. I have to admit I have not heard the Venezuelan national anthem a lot. It seemed good, but I don't want somebody to be like, "Oh no, I'm from Venezuela. Yeah. That was trash." Yeah. Like I thought it seemed pretty good. Martin sings a lot. He's got a lot of practice. I think that I hear Martin singing just as much as I hear him talking. Uh, so he definitely has a lot of practice. But uh, you know, I, I don't know if I could. I'm not Simon Cowell. I don't know that I can like really judge that, but I'm I'm glad he did that. That's uh, that's Tony Beasley esque. So, Jared, I know we've talked about this a little bit, and I was with you when Cole Reagans made his spring training debut this year and threw great. And he threw. You were there, right? You saw his three innings. Mm-hmm. They said yeah. today I was reading an MLB Network uh, or MLB.com article, and they said guys to watch for to start this year early in the year. And they kind of had a prediction because of the Rangers' minor injuries right now in spring training and the way Cole Reagans is throwing. They're like, hey, we need to see him get to five innings and see if this velocity can keep up as he touched 99 his last outing, is that they think Cole Reagans will be one of the five starting pitchers for the Rangers early on. They said maybe get a couple starts till guys get healthy. Yeah, I mean, that's uh, – I, I mean, I think right – now, as of today, I don't know. I don't know if the bigger concern would be Degrom or Evaldi, but Degrom's in line to be ready, and so is Evaldi. Um, now things can happen. Obviously, there's still plenty of time for someone to have a setback or someone to get bumped. And yes, you know you're going to be cautious. It's not about making the first start. It's about making you know 30 starts, hopefully. But he's definitely the next man up. Like I don't even think there's a question that the minute a there is a need in the rotation as of now, it's Cole Reagans, and I don't know that there's like a close second. You know, I don't know that Glenn Otto. He's probably second, but I don't know that it's like a coin flip, right? Whereas when we start went to camp, it was probably Glenn Otto number one, and maybe Dane Dunning number two. Uh, but Reagans has separated himself. But he's also, and and we talked about this, Mikey, when we were doing the the game uh, on radio or a uh, webcast. Thank you. Yeah. Get it right. Yeah. Yeah. I got to get, get it right. I mean, he, he's almost like pitching in a way where it's like, can you keep him? I mean, if the goal is to make the playoffs and you're going to be competing from day one, you have to balance. All right. Is there more value in getting him to triple a so that he is ready to, to be in the rotation when he's needed, which will happen. Right. I mean, 
you're not going to get 33 starts from all these guys, or do you get him up at the big league level? Because right now he looks like he could be like a, a, a I don't want to say a force, I don't want to overstate it, but like a big-time contributor in a multi-inning role out of the bullpen. So I think that's a decision they're going to have to make. My guess is they'll lean towards sending him to AAA if, if he's not on the opening day roster. But he looks like a first-round pick. You know, and uh, he I don't know that he did last year. Last year is more like a great story. You know, double Tommy John, uh, everything that he had, uh, you know, overcome. But, man, he looks like a first-round yeah. pick, and it has been a lot of fun to watch. And, and to your point, and then I'll, let's give it to Kevin here with his question, is last year Cole Reagan's got his opportunity because he was one of the few guys in the minor leagues actually having a good year. Yeah. So go ahead, Kevin. Oh, I just on the conversation, I was curious what the Rangers' evaluation of – Dane Dunning is because I have to admit I liked him better than Glenn Otto last year I'm not saying with all the money they spent he has to be in the rotation but has he kind of fallen out of favor or there's just too much depth at the moment yeah I know I don't think he's fallen out of favor I think Dane is is victimized by like he kind of is who he is whereas with Glenn I think there's there's upside that would exceed where Dane is at okay Uh, the consistency with Glenn isn't there right now. He's not throwing enough strikes. Although, you know, to be fair, Dane Dunning had some challenges with that as well last year. But there's nothing sexy about Dane Dunning. He is, you know, a, a guy who probably at his best is a back end of the rotation starter who you'd like to be. Like, I think Dane Dunning's path to a 10 year career, other than health, is being the guy who you can stick him fifth in your rotation and you feel good about, hey, he'll go six innings and give up four runs. But the problem last year was he wasn't even giving you six innings because he was his wasn't throwing enough strikes and so the pitch count was up there. So you don't you know, your your number five starter who's now giving you four and a third, that's just you, you need you need a little more stability there if he's not gonna give you that that sexiness. With Glenn Otto, you know, he can throw in the mid nineties and his slider is really, really good. It's just it's again, the C word, consistency. He's got the upside though to be maybe a, a number four, um, although I would tell you that the thing that Glenn Otto has that Dane Dunning doesn't is I think Glenn Otto could also be converted into a, a pretty good reliever. Like, we look at these guys who they're, they don't make it as a starter and they end up being really good relievers, and you forget that, like, five years before that guy had a five ERA as a starter and people were just trying to, like, release the guy. Glenn Otto's got two pitches that play. You know, this this slider of his that's really good, and then – a mid-90s fastball, and I think that could work as a reliever. I don't know that there's anything about Dane Dunning where I'm like, yeah, I see this playing better as a reliever than as a starter. Now, Jacob deGrom received a 99 rating on MLB The Show, but I'm willing to bet our listeners are more intrigued by thoughts about the bullpen because you already mentioned it looks like he's on the right track now. Yeah, yeah. He had the the live BP yesterday. I mean, from a velocity standpoint, everything was was as you'd expect. Uh, He threw two innings in the live BP, you know, as best as they can simulate that with him sitting down for about 10 minutes in between the two innings. Uh, And so I think that you'll likely see him, you know, if you do the math, let's put him on a five-day rotation. uh, You'll likely see him pitching in a game Monday, maybe Tuesday, the latest. Uh, and yeah, I mean, all systems are, are a go for that, you know, for opening day. Now, is he going to be able to rip it 110 times on opening day? You know, they'd probably be a little more cautious than that, but I, I think the plan right now is still intact for Jacob DeGrom to be the opening day starter. And it's, uh, guys, I'm looking forward to it. I, 
Nolan Ryan, you Darvish, Cliff Lee, you know, the Rangers had some really good pitchers. Lance Lynn was always a bunch of fun to watch, but I don't know for my money. I don't think the Rangers have ever had a more talented pitcher wear their uniform than Jacob DeGrom. And so uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to watching him take the ball hopefully every five days. But what about our buddy Ryan Drees who started one of the openers for the Rangers? Can I tell you something? I've never told you this and I've only met Ryan once or twice. Uh, I don't think I've seen him since the old ballpark. He came up to the booth. You might have brought him up there. Yeah, he listens quite I, a bit. He's he's in the area. No, I know he's a listener, and so I'm hoping he hears this. I, in and you guys remember MVP Baseball on PlayStation Two? Yeah. I mean, no, I don't. No, I no. don't. But yeah. you're a lot okay. younger than me, and I don't like okay. video games. So, so that was like the best. That was like peak video game days for me, and that was probably the best baseball video game. I've ever played. I guess the show, I played it a little bit a couple of years ago. That was cool, too. But Ryan Drees was a badass in that game. I don't even know what his rating was, but I played with the Rangers in franchise mode, and Ryan Drees was awesome. I love pitching with Ryan Drees in that game. So I, I will always have a soft spot for Ryan Drees. Any uh, fun Mitch Moreland stories you got for us? Well, uh, yes. A, a few I was always envious of his beard it was always so perfectly groomed and I remember asking him once like how he does it and he just kind of looked at me like what a weird question get out of here but uh when Mitch came back uh with the Red Sox I remember sitting down and, and just talking and we did an interview and then we spoke for a while afterwards and uh I asked him about hitting that home run in game three of the World Series and I didn't remember this but I guess it was a long at bat, and he kept fouling pitches off and fouling pitches off, and it was against Jonathan Sanchez, if I recall. And and I think the pitch before the home run, he fouled a ball off that bounced in the box and came up and hit him in the nuts, and he was like in a lot of pain, and had to like call time and step out and try and like collect his breath, and then the very next pitch, he hits the home run out to right field that was the first uh, first home game. Uh, World Series, uh, you know, at, in Arlington, and the Rangers won that game to make it two to one in the series. But I, I don't know why. I always remember that. And then the other thing too is, uh, I always thought this was cool. It's still painful for me to think about 2011. Uh, but you know, Mitch won a World Series with the Red Sox, and Ian Kinsler was added to that roster later in the year. And when they were in the ninth inning, about to win the World Series against the Dodgers, Mitch told me that like he and Ian found each other and they wanted, they neither of them were in the game and they wanted to like be next to each other when it happened. Just kind of, yeah. You know, the togetherness of what they went through in 2011. And so they were standing next to each other on the dugout rail, you know, in that ninth inning. And uh, I don't know, that was, uh, I think maybe Rangers fans would find that meaningful that, you know, it, it, it still, it still does hurt a lot of those guys, even though some of them have gone on to win, uh, you know, win a world series like those two did with the Red Sox. And I'm sure we could talk about this more tomorrow in the college basketball space, but how sad are you about poor Jim Beheim there? Yeah. What an awesome way for his career to end. I, I, I try to balance like this guy's clearly treated so many people poorly, especially yeah. in the media, which that's fine. He seems, I mean, he's, he was always a curmudgeon, but there was something lovable about it, you know, unless you just hated Syracuse, but it just has really turned. He's, and you know, seems like a, just a grouchy, awful person these days. Uh, and I hate that, like, he, uh, whatever, he lost on a buzzer beater to the school that he said bought a team earlier this year. I guess it serves <laughs> him right. I mean, it's incredible the run he had, uh, but he probably should have stepped away like five years ago. Yeah. Um, and 
I, I'm also curious why he never felt comfortable running like a man defense. It's just the, to me, like in terms like of like mix it up once guys, in a while, right? Like <laughs> you yeah. mix, zone or like, nothing. Yeah, yeah, it was crazy. And like from a develop an NBA player development standpoint, other than Carmelo. I feel like they've really come up short relative to the success they've had at, at the team level. Like, I, I mean, who, uh, what, what am I missing here? Like o- O'Shea Brissett never really, I mean, like the last 15 years, 20 years, I guess after Carmelo and Hakeem Warwick, like what is, what have they done? And I always wonder, like, is the fact that they Derek played Coleman. a two, three zone? Well, yeah, but that was before, right? Like the fact that they played a two, three zone, did that hurt guys from, finding value in the NBA because they were so behind from a defensive understanding standpoint. Man, that's a great question. Excellent insight as always. We will catch up with you again tomorrow. See you guys. You're smart, man. You have a lot of information. (laughs) There you go. Jared Sandler right here on the fan. No, he does. You're right. He has a lot of Bayheim information, except uh, Bayheim was Derek Coleman's coach. I can remember that. Okay. And Ronnie Cycli's coach. Man, I do remember Ronnie Cycli. Coming up next, NFL trades that would be fun to see. How do you feel about this one for the Cowboys? 877-881-1053. We're going to try this again next right here on the fan. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty-five dollars per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto-pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at twenty-four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty-five dollars per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. They've almost come up with two different defenses. And that pass is caught by Godwin for the touchdown. KNC Masterpiece back here on 105.3 The Fan. We were trying this segment yesterday, 
and then it turned into a referendum on how to bankrupt youth sports. Not bankrupt. Just they're making 30K Cut a down weekend. On their prof- Cut down on their profit. Okay. On parents paying to watch their kids play or grandparents or siblings. Like you, they're getting... I couldn't believe when I started doing the math how much money they make just off charging parents. There were a lot of people that were super in on this. And so I saw this article the other day. I wanted to run down a few of them and see what you think about the compensation is Aaron Rodgers to the Jets. We've talked about that. So the speculated compensation here is a second round pick this year and a conditional first-rounder in 2024. Do you feel like that is an appropriate amount for Aaron Rodgers? With the money you have to take on, I almost feel like we... I would try to say, look, we're taking them off your hands. You hate them. It sounds like Green Bay. Like Green <laughs> it Bay. really does, the city, yeah. Pretty much the city at this point hates them. Yeah. His teammates don't like them. The coaching staff doesn't want them. So, dude, here's the deal. We're I can't do it where it's like uh, a buyout or like in in Major League Baseball, like, hey, I'll trade and I'll send you 15 million in cash over two years to cover uh, these expenses. I'm taking on all of this salary. And he has. We don't know. Was that a sign that his career's yeah. coming to a close yeah, or was yeah. that just a bad year with older quarterbacks? We've seen where Brett Favre looked like he was completely done. His I don't know if his last year in Green Bay, but he looked completely done with the Jets. And then he went to Minnesota and was good again. Is that why Aaron Rodgers is going to go to the Jets and then he'll eventually go to the Vikings so he can just complete out that career arc? I don't think I don't think that Aaron Rodgers wants to go to a small market. Okay. Okay. I think yeah, yeah, yeah. he's a San Francisco kid, right? Isn't that where he grew up? I know he's a California yeah. guy, but I know he's I, in California. I don't remember. I, I think he's a big. I, I think he wants to go to a big okay. market. Uh, I think he has a huge ego. I'm not saying Brett Favre didn't, but. I just think that if I'm New York, I offer a third at best. Okay. Wow. And say, oh, I just want to see where uh, who okay. else is going to take on the $58 million he's owed this year or whatever. Like, I know you can restructure. Yeah. And, and you, maybe I need to look at that more on how much the Jets take versus yeah, how much. I will I, take a look at that right now. But, like, now. I'm just, dude, I'm taking on an older quarterback. And I, I do love him. I, I do think Aaron Rodgers, he's a fluke. Like, uh, sorry, he's a flake because a fluke would be, like, not good. But he's kind of flaky with where he's at and, and how committed he is to football. But. If he is committed, we've seen he won two of the last three MVPs, just not this one this year. So, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong on that. Maybe you do have to give more. Help me out on the salary structure. Oh, yeah. I think you might have to give a lot more. I have to analyze this option a little bit more. But I think whoever gets Aaron Rodgers might be paying low, 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 okay. low, low, low. Then it crushes the the, the Packers, right? Because I swear yeah, it, I saw it, on ESPN that like 50-something million dollars this year. It would hurt them quite a bit, which is what makes me wonder about the compensation. Yeah, the way this salary is set up, so much of it was off of the option. So I'm going to have to go back and look right. at when the auction so the you're option saying, triggered. I, so the, the, the Jets might be paying what? How much would the Jets be paying? I mean, you might be talking about. 18 million, 16 million. So maybe then you do have to give more if that's what you're getting a quarterback at. So, okay, you know what? I would trade my first round pick if that's all I have to pay him. Yeah. Because you're getting him at, think it at might half be. price and maybe even 60% yeah. off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, if you're, I know you brought up the Bills. So you can sub in the Bills if you want. CBS Sports and the Dolphins. Would you trade a third round pick for Derrick Henry? If I think I can win it all, yes. Okay. 
Chris Godwin. Now, there are two people on this list I was curious about when it comes to the Cowboys. Is Chris Godwin and Brandon Cooks. So CBS has got Brandon Cooks costing a conditional fourth-round draft pick. And then for Chris Godwin, a third-round pick and a conditional fifth-rounder. Do either one of those guys do anything for you? I know we've talked about trading for you, DeAndre Hopkins. I know we've talked about, hey, they still want to sign Odell Beckham, all that good stuff. Do Chris Godwin or Brandon Cooks do anything for you? Godwin gets hurt so much. Wouldn't you love to have him on the station, though? Because Jerry could be like, I told you. Yeah, he's a good cornerback. It, it just took an extra year. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. Now he is Now he is making plays for us. Yeah, that would be tough to trade for a guy you've never heard of. And um, I don't. Brandon Cooks, I get. He's been with 73 teams in three years. I don't know how he hasn't been a Cowboy yet. Um, <laughs> it's only four, but yeah, okay. I got you. Every year he's on a new team, and I forget. I'm like, oh, Brandon Cooks is on this team now? Well, remember, and, he's been with Houston for a minute, but he tried to force his way out, right. and he was, like, super mad about Brandon, being there. Brandon Cooks is a solid number two, number two wide receiver at best. They don't do much for me. Um, I think Chris Godwin, I don't know if this makes a difference. Chris Godwin gets hurt less than you think. Okay. I think he... Is because against the Cowboys he's always hurt? Well, that might be it. But I also think he might have the Roethlisberger kind of vibe going on in terms of he might always be on the injury report. Like, didn't we feel that way about Amari Cooper sometimes? Every week he'd be like, I don't know about Amari. And then he would go out and play. So, like, here's Godwin's game count since he got into the league. 16, 16, 14, 12, 14, 15. Okay, so, not bad. So I'm not saying yeah, he good. never that's, gets hurt. That's good. But now you're looking at more of a, will he miss How old is he? three games? He is... I don't like 30-year-old wide receivers, just to be honest. He just turned 27 a okay, couple weeks ago. much better. Uh, and you're saying a second-round pick? Second-round pick. Oh, actually... I, I, would, I wouldn't mind that. Okay, this you might like to see even better. Third round pick this year and a conditional fifth next year. So worst case scenario, you're looking at a third this year and a fourth next year. I feel like I would, I would definitely I would do, do that because I was leaning towards would I, would I say yes to a second. And so now you've changed it to a third. So I should say yes. But I also know this. We're talking about the Cowboys. Yeah. Yeah. Does Chris Godwin make money? Are they paying him to play he this does. year? I would have year? to. I'm going to have to go. I'll go take a look. If it's close to league minimum, the Cowboys are interested. In the offseason, if you've worn another team's <laughs> yeah, you're jersey, right. you're it's right. almost like a, a, one of our competitors. Like, if you've ever worked in the marketplace for somebody else, you're an enemy of the state forever. And yeah. it's like, all right. And that's how the Cowboys feel about anybody who puts on another jersey for another team and they weren't drafted by by them. They are out forever. And it's like, nope, unless you want to make league minimum, you're not coming to this team. Okay. I think for Chris Godwin, it would be... Two years, $32.5 million, but your guaranteed money is pretty low. I The only reason I want it to happen is so that we can replay Jerry's answer last year <laughs> when I asked him if he's worried about Chris Godwin <laughs> and see if he remembers his answer. That then, was... Because could we trade for Chris Godwin and he talks about how he's going to make a defensive impact for us possibly? It took a day longer than I thought it would, Mike, but I remember... The day after that interview, when it was finally everywhere, and it was like, hold on, who does Jerry Jones think Chris Godwin is? I saw it like Fox, ESPN. I saw all kinds of places, and I thought, all right. I thought once that Friday was over, it just wasn't going to make a make a ripple. But then on Saturday, man, it was freaking everywhere. And before you get to the next note right here, 
Baylor season is coming to a close. Well, they'll still be in the tournament and everything. You never Mike. know. They didn't win the no, Big 12. No, I do know. They'll be like a three seed. They're going to be okay. They've only scored 21 points in the second half. Some people did bring up in the last commercial break, and they're like, well, Baylor's done. I didn't want to say that, but it's not looking great for them. It's because you hyped up Texas State basketball, and now Baylor's going to fall yeah. to Iowa State. Not that Iowa State's bad or anything, but you would have thought Dude, Baylor would win this game. I mean, they got Brock Purdy. That's not okay. First of all, that's a different sport. He doesn't even play there anymore, and you'll feel like you know that. Would this scare you? Jalen Ramsey. Uh, sure. <laughs> all right. Jalen Ramsey goes to the Eagles for the number 30 pick and a conditional fourth next year. Yeah. He's really good still. He is really good still. So Philadelphia is in great shape to kick our butts next year. Would you trade 26 for Jalen Ramsey then? As long as I'm just throwing random stuff out. There's no part of me that thinks that will happen. Um, How many more years does he have? I mean, this I hate doing this to you. Yeah. You, you seem to be quick with this because if he's on a one-year contract or he wants a total new deal, it, it kind of changes. Like, There's a lot there. I'd say yes immediately until you may, might give me something that then changes my mind. Uh, he is under contract for three years at, Ooh. oh my God, is that right? I think you would be on the hook for three years, 27 million because the Rams would have to eat a bunch of that. So I don't know wow. because if he was like, that sounds great. I got my guaranteed money. I want to win again. By the way, the Rams have also come out and said, oh yeah, Matthew Stafford's definitely available for trade. And I'm like, well, sure. To who? The Colts? I, I, I guess the Colts would probably. If I get it. Ramsey on a three-year, twenty-seven million dollar contract for my first-round pick, yes, thank you, please. Yeah, I, I feel pretty confident that that's the hook that the Cowboys would have because the restructure and the signing bonus doesn't go through them. The Rams would have to eat that. So, I. But Could, if, would that be crazy? I know it's not going to happen because he actually makes money and he wore another team's jersey at some point. But that you get rid of Zeke Elliott in the offseason to then trade your first-round pick for Jalen Ramsey, the guy who was taken right after Ezekiel Elliott. That would be hilarious. I know people are – some people say that he wants a new contract, which is one of the good things about DeAndre Hopkins is he said he doesn't necessarily need a new contract. He wants to go to a good situation. I'll take that at face value. But if Jalen Ramsey already wants a new contract, if he's getting traded, clearly that would be built in and would probably blow up the whole deal. The tough thing, and I know Gavin Dawson is on this a lot on G-Bag Nation coming up here pretty soon, is if you just trade for Jalen Ramsey, but then you don't add anything else in the offseason, that's not doing what Philadelphia has recently done or yeah. not even close to what the Rams have recently done. Yes, it's a very nice move. But from that point, you go, you know what else we're doing? We're bringing in Bobby Wagner. You know what else we're doing? We're seeing if we want to do this and do that. And we're going to go all in. I, I think the Cowboys could maybe do as much as I'm making fun of them in this segment. They could do one of these things. But one of these things doesn't change you enough. Yeah. You have to commit. And they seem to be non-committal to either going all in or – and they'll never rebuild. Like, Jerry doesn't want to do I, rebuild. Totally no get it. for a bad time. So, that's tough. And that's the thing that bothers me because I think it works the opposite way too. Like, if you traded for DeAndre Hopkins, let's just say, that doesn't mean your draft is shot. Right, you have that the first and third. Yeah, that doesn't mean you're like, well, we might as well not even participate. Like, right. you could still do other stuff. It's it's a weird place the Cowboys are in because I think at this point they have to make a decision. And they've talked about it with Dak Prescott and, and with the draft. Are we building something or are we trying to win it all? 
What are what are we doing? Like that would be the main conversation with the Jones family and Will McClay. Are we trying to build something three to four years from now? Are we going for it all? Because you can't do both at the same time. I'm sorry. It doesn't work that way in professional sports. As much as Stephen Jones wants to lie to us and lie to himself, yeah. it doesn't work this way. We're like, we're building a championship team now and worried about the future. It's almost impossible in the NFL to do both at the same time. We're the KNC Masterpiece right here on 105 through the fan. Coming up next, let's chit-chat with those fellas from the G-Bag Nation. Right here on 105 Through the Fan. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to At Bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. KNC Masterpiece back here on 105 through the fan right now. Courtesy of DM Leasing, it is time for our chit chat with the fellas from the G Bag Nation. Gentlemen, how is you today? Terrific, Higgy. How are you? I am loving life because there's college basketball on all the freaking time. I but just Baylor, enjoy that. But Baylor just lost. Yeah. I'm not yeah. happy they lost, but... It happens. Big 12's just clobbering each other. How, how much, I wonder, do teams, since, Kevin, you're the expert in college basketball, how many times do teams like Baylor, who could become a four seed off of this loss, but probably a three seed when yeah. we get Sunday selection, I think that's fair. are they happy? Is the coach happy that they just had a... They got upset. They don't have to waste any more energy. As in, they, they have Friday off, Saturday, Sunday off. They get their selection. It seems like teams kind of don't like playing in the championship game rather than I definitely, making it that far. I definitely hear what you're saying. I've heard a lot from the other perspective is they do like it because it's in a neutral area with pressure on them. Yeah. You know, like, and I, I, I know that for Baylor or depending on where the conference tournaments are, sometimes it feels more like a home game. But right. ideally, it's a neutral site with pressure, and so that prepares you for your Thursday, Saturday, or Friday, Sunday, the gotcha. next three weeks. So I should not I should pick Baylor to get upset in the first round? I, that does not always work like that. I'm not saying that at all. Did you guys know that they had, during the Big 12 tournament, they have one food item on the menu at the arena for uh, for every program? I did 12. not know that. Yeah, they so like, sound delicious. They have, oh. the, they have the vanilla Baylor float. It's a Dr. Pepper float. Uh, so every one of these has a little spin oh. on their own, but I don't so you know can't if get them anymore. That, it's over after that, the game ends. That's exactly yeah. my so question. Go back tomorrow. No, it's too bad. Do they remove it from the menu after every team loses until you have the last oh, menu item standing? Great question. That'd be sweet. I think with cocaine bear, they should have had black bear there. Like you should have had to eat black bear. Cafe and lots of cocaine. No, oh no, saying, actual like, bear. Yeah, meat? like bear. Or like you either have to or, eat right? Bear. Huh. That would be interesting. Be a rowdy and do a line of blow. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be real the authentic experience. Yeah. I believe Alamo Draft House did have it wasn't obviously it wasn't actually <laughs> oh, they, they, they were offering lines but, of blow. But they did have like lines of I'm going to assume powdered like, sugar like set Pixie up as, stick as part yeah, as part of their feature item. Like, that was just cover. cocaine bear. It is fun. Well, it's nine that. bucks. That's a hell of a deal for cocaine, right? I would think so. Well, I don't. Oh, yeah. I don't know. That's a stupid. Like last true. time you yeah. last time I bought it, yeah, it cost more nine dollars. I guarantee you that it does. 
Otherwise, what do we have in these drug wars over? Nine bucks? That is There you go, Hank. Hey, good point. Make any sense. Alamo Draft House is fun with their menus. Absolutely. When it comes are. to like featuring whatever the star movie is that comes out, they do have fun with it. Sounds that. like it. For Broadus Free, I was curious, and you might have told this story before. Did you ever hit up the Southwest Conference tournament at Reunion Arena or the early stages of the Big 12 tournament when it was at Reunion? Yeah, the early stages. I went with Bill Parcells one time. You did? Yeah, that was the time that uh, I was sitting in my office there at uh, Valley Ranch and on a Saturday. Okay. And he walks in and he goes, hey, what are you doing this afternoon? And I said, nothing. He goes, you want to go to a basketball game? And I'm like, who's, in, who's playing? He goes, Texas Tech and Oklahoma State. Well, he's friends with Bobby Knight. So, okay. So here I am. Okay, I get in the car with him. You know, we're in the Lincoln Continental driving over to, uh, over to the, the arena. And I, I, like, he pulls up, and I reach into my pocket, like, I'm going to pay for parking. Yeah. You know, I'm like, literally, I'm just trying to be a nice guy. And he looks at me like, what the hell are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> and I go, uh, I was just going to pay for parking, coach. He goes, you obviously don't know who you're with. And I... <laughs> <laughs> Hell so, yeah! So I've heard Chief Follow say that he yeah. parked underneath the arena. It's a good move. So he went into underneath the arena, and the next thing you know, I'm sitting there like in the in the Texas Tech's locker room. Like he and I are just kind of hanging out, and then Bobby Knight, the team, you can hear the buzz, the commotion, and all that. And he wiped his ass and showed his team. Yeah, no, this was <laughs> this is a little bit different. But he, but he, they walk in and like Coach, he just showed Broadus. Coach Knight, yeah. Coach Knight and Coach Parcells are standing there talking, and and I kind of felt so out of place. And they're talking about things and all that recruiting and scouting and all these things. And I I, I just kind of stood up, and then Bill looked at me and goes, where are you going? And I'm like, I, you guys need to talk. I mean, I, yeah. I just, and, he goes, and Coach Knight goes, no, you stay, hang out. So he's in there kind of just going off on college basketball and recruiting and all that. And then his son, Pat, comes in. And it's like, hey, Dad, time for us to go out on the court for warm-ups. He's like, Pat, you handle it. We're fine. So we sat in there another 20 minutes and talked. Awesome. And I literally, where we sat was right behind the scores table, like mid-court. Like, if you, if they, you know, when they, if they went over and did like a review, or they had to do a, a review of a play. They've been talking to you, basically. That's exactly how close I was sitting to the the court there for what that, but that was my, that was my experience of going to a, a tournament. Was there. Eddie Sutton awesome. the coach still at Oklahoma State then, or I think it might have been his son. Maybe? It might have been the son. Okay, yeah, it might have been the Ooh, son. There, we, we got a Luca update from Woj. Okay, Luca's MRI on his thigh is clean. Yes, and he's expected to, re- to return as soon as discomfort allows him. Oh man, that puts a lot of pressure on Luca because yeah. now it's like, oh, you could play. It just depends on how tough you are. So I when always coming back? feel like that's what they're saying. Yeah, it's one hundred percent what they're saying. And he he apparently was the one that was saying like I, I need to play tonight. Last night, yeah. Even though it was, it's been clear he's been laboring a little bit, and then yeah. it's the first time he's played a back to back in forever, and he plays it last night, and it's like did maybe you feel that like, shouldn't have been the one. Did yeah. you feel It'll like be a while before they do that again? That's a good point. Did Great. you feel like playoff positioning? Kind of force their hand on that, or yeah, still, I, I said yeah. that myself. Yeah, they're also I, feel I, like must-win games at this point. Yeah, I kind of felt like that him and maybe some continuity between him and trying to figure out some rotations with yeah. him and Kyrie would probably be a little bit something that they would want to work on. But now we asked this question earlier. Y'all can pick whatever sport you want. Is if TV executives got to decide the championship game for each sport? Yeah, like what would be some of the matchups you think you would see? 
the one you guys said some really interesting ones, but I can I give you a college football one. Yeah. You don't realize how intense the rivalry is between Notre Dame and LSU because of the big Catholic state of Louisiana. Oh. You know, it's oh. kind of a split. You know, the southern Louisiana is all Catholic and all. And then, so it, when we used to play, whether we played in South Bend or they came there, it was huge. And they, they played in a, they played in a, a bowl game, I want to say, uh, several years ago. Uh, one of those, like a citrus bowl yeah, things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was kind of poor conditions. Still drew, drew packed. Packed. Wow. But there's a there's a really, really, really big rivalry between LSU and Notre Dame. That oh. it's it, that people when they get together, I'm surprised it's not scheduled more. Yeah. But I, it, but I it, didn't know that. But yeah. It, yeah, it's one that would be I know that that was one that I lived myself. Yeah. And then as it's kind of gone on through the years. Uh, it would be one that that, yeah. that would draw a lot of interest that way. Add Brian Kelly into the mix now too. Yeah, me and my family. Winner gets to keep or not keep him, depending on how you feel. What, what I think you're gonna you you're gonna want Lakers and Knicks. You're gonna want uh, you go that over Celtics. Uh, that was a big debate. Yeah, yeah. Okay. You'd want you'd want New York to be so good because okay. of this the, the size of the city and how passionate that fan base is. So yeah, I know there's a lot of history with Boston, and that would be a close runner up. Uh, you want Yankees, Dodgers, of course. Sure, that was the that was you know the most did, universal answer. Who we didn't say, and I do believe it's Yankees, Dodgers. Is we never mentioned the Cardinals. Yeah, I thought Cardinals, Red Sox probably drew huge. Cardinals, no Cubs was all. I mean, isn't that one of the better rivalries? Yeah. It seems like that's always a Sunday night game. You know, yeah, yeah the Cardinals yeah. and Cubs. Yeah. It'd be interesting yeah. to see how many televisions yeah. that would get on. Yeah. It and is Dodgers, a, Yankees, okay. Yeah. We, you know, we've been in the car plenty of times in Oxnard in the summertime. They've already done free agency. They've already done draft, and they're talking about the Lakers first, and then the Dodgers second, and then they'll kind of bring up the Rams, and they'll yeah. kind of well, they'll, hell, they don't even bring up the Chargers. At when all. I was growing up, when I was growing up, it was the Reds and the Dodgers. Yeah. Were really, really, that was always the. Saturday NBC game of the week. That was What's always- the NFL game they want? Is it is it Cowboys and Chiefs? Steelers. I, I, that's, that's what, what I think. Yeah, Cowboys Steelers. Right yeah, right now. Cowboys Raiders would have been a good one back in the day. Do you or- think that would still be the case with the Vegas factor, or because I just I, I was saying if it was back in the day, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. because to me that those are two. When you talk about the those the franchises, iconic. The Steelers went growing up in that. That was that was pretty one sided. You yeah. know, the Steelers yeah. were pretty one-sided with the Cowboys. What about Cowboys-Jets just to get New York in there? Yeah, the one other thing that Mike said is the Jets are, like, decidedly below the Giants in the hierarchy. That's why I would have gone Steelers. I get the Chiefs now. I still think I would go Steelers. Yeah. Me Joey, too. Joey, did you did you talk about uh, Boston and Montreal? Yes. Did you mention that one? Yeah, I touched on That's that one. That's a bloodbath right there. Those two those two hockey cities yeah, absolutely. hate each other. Rangers, Blackhawks. That'd be yeah, a pretty I good said, one. Uh, Montreal, I said Maple Toronto. Leafs and Blackhawks. Okay, yeah. yeah, I could see that. Yeah. Absolutely. What and then guys... Notre Dame, Texas. Okay. I think that's uh I think that is a good answer. A very well-known program, so that's a good answer. What do you guys got coming up on the program today? Pure Gold, as always, thanks for asking. We're very fired up about uh, baseball and Odyssey MLB insider John Heyman is going to join us at 4 o'clock. All right, excellent. Heyman's going to be on with us. Looking forward to that. We have been the KNC Masterpiece. Make your way back with us tomorrow, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. right here on 105.3 The Fan. Say goodnight, Kevin. Goodnight, Kevin. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. <laughs> 